Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Could you use some help to navigate the world? Well, Aaron Newman says we all have help available in the form of spirit guides. I know, I know, but it's not as woo-woo as it sounds. Listen today as we talk about how to access our spirit guides for insight and information that will help us lead the lives we want to live right here, right now on Bolly Campbell, Simply Sun. Hello, 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 and welcome to Polly Campbell Simply Said. This is the podcast where we talk about how to live well, do good, and be happy. And so often, I think that means calling on the wisdom of others, right? Of our friends, of our family members, of people we respect, but also our spirit guides. I know it sounds a little woo-woo, but we're going to get to it today because I think the universe is loaded with information that can help us if we can learn to pay attention. So I've got Erin Newman on the show today. She's going to teach us how to pay attention and how to make sense of all of this. Welcome to the show, Erin. Thanks for having me, Polly. I'm going to make sense of the entire universe. Good. (laughs) I've been waiting to do a show like this forever. And if you could give us a secret to success, that would be awesome. Yeah, I've got that too. I've got that I'll just download it for you. Erin yeah. <laughs> is a mindset and business coach from Atlanta, Georgia. She's also the author of several books, including The Answer Within, How to Access Your Spirit Guides, and for Alignment and Abundance. And I was telling Erin before I came on, you know, I read a lot of books for this show. Um, and I was going to skim this one in my research, and I got totally sucked in because this entrepreneur and this woman from corporate America spoke a language I can understand. Erin, you make this stuff very practical. This spirit guide stuff, this this hypnotherapy, this EFT, you, you've studied all of this and you have some practical ways we can bring it into our own life. Welcome to Simply Said. I mean, I'm so excited to be here, Polly. And honestly, what you're saying really, really warms my heart. That is my whole mission, which is to make it accessible and make it practical. And and if we can't, what is the point of doing it, right? Like if we can't bring this work into our everyday life and and have it do what exactly your podcast is trying to do, then what's the point of doing it, you know? Well, I definitely think it's worth the conversation. You know, this is a place where we can share ideas and and I take pieces of all the, you know, the religious traditions and the self-help books and the universal wisdom, and I incorporate whatever works into my own life. And there was much of this book 
that I found really interesting and really useful. But what struck me is you didn't start here. I mean, you were in corporate America. You're a mom. You're, you know, driving the minivan. I don't know if you actually drive a minivan, but I know you're out there with kids. Yes. <laughs> how, how does a woman come from the corporate world into this realm? How did that happen for you? Well, I mean, it was a slow progression, I will say, but it started, um, it started with meditation and, you know, kind of as, as I think these spiritual paths tend to do just sort of led from there. And, um, you know, what I always say to people is I utilize these tools because I was a hot mess and I needed them. You know, I, I needed them just to be a regular person in the world and not a, you know, hot puddle on my bed every day. And so, um, I like to find things that work and that I can share with other people that don't have any sort of, uh, requirements around them or, or dogma around them, you know, take this and, and use it. And if it works for you, great. And if not also great, you write spiritual work is awesome, but don't forget to take ownership of your human stuff, right? Because especially when I was beginning my study of manifestation and all these mm -hmm. things, I was sitting around waiting for stuff to happen to me, right? <laughs> you make it really clear in the book that this is a partnership that we've got mm -hmm. to happen to the stuff too. What do you mm -hmm. mean by that? Yeah, well, I think there's two two things that you're you're referencing there. One is that I do think it's a partnership. I think it's a partnership with, you know, call it spirit guides, call it your inner intuition, call it, you know, the universe, whatever you want to call the thing that is, that is bigger than us. And that is, I think, accessible to all of us. We are in partnership with that energy versus just, I think there's this brand of, of manifesting work that says, yeah, just sit around in your PJs and ask for what you want. And it's going to come, you know, in a bag from the sky. And I don't think the universe like uh, thinks like, well, I don't think the universe thinks in general, but I don't think it works like that. It's a co-creation. You know, we're part of this whole world. We're not just these single entities, right? We're part of something bigger than us that is co-creating all the time. And so the more we can be in that partnership, in that creative energy, sort of a give and take like any other relationship, um, I think the better for us long term, you know, um, versus just trying to manifest all these desires from ego, like, oh, I want the red Porsche. Okay, cool. But what are you going to do once the red Porsche comes, right? <laughs> like, it's not going to make you happy. <laughs> you know, we all know that. So, so what does it look like when you're in that, in that partnership, in that co-creative energy? And, and how much more cool is it when we get to play with that energy? What does it look like? What does it look like for you? How do these energies come into your life and how do you work with it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think there's an infinite number of ways. Um, the way I talk about in the book is through the magic of a journey where you're in sort of a meditative altered trance state where your conscious mind is not doing the thinking right then and there and you're able to really drop into something that is deeper and Again, whatever you want to call this thing that is bigger than us, I think of our spirit guides as a way to be able to translate the energy, right? They come in these these forms that make sense for us, you know? Maybe it's a, a, a purple cube or maybe it's a fox, you know? It could be anything. Um, 
I mean, they tend to go in the fox realm usually, but it could be anything, right? And it's just a way for us to be able to translate that energy. I think if if I think if we really were sort of like blown open and opened up to source, it'd be pretty hard to sort of understand what what we're seeing, you know. And I think of our spirit guides, or again, any way that you want to describe that, you know, it could be angelic beings or light beings or ascended masters, or you know, there's a there's an infinite number of ways that that energy can show up for you but when when i see this i i see it fairly visually Hmm. it doesn't look like a disney movie you know i think that's one misconception is like oh i'm not really seeing anything (laughs) but it doesn't look like you know pixar it looks more like sort of little glimpses little little yeah, like your imagination. So just like when you're imagining something, it's not it's not usually crystal sharp and clear, but it is it's enough of a indication for you to say, okay, this is a this is a fox versus this is an eagle or or you know, this is Jesus versus this is Buddha. And for you to be able to receive that information. And again, for me that's fairly visual, but that's not how it always is for everybody. You know, it could be more auditory, it could be more of a felt sense. You know, you just get a sense that this energy is here and it's here to answer your questions and support you and help you to heal. So, yeah, the the guidance can come in lots of different ways. And like I said, what I describe in the book is a process of really dropping into that altered state where you can receive the messages, receive the healing, receive whatever it is that you need on your path. And that was one question I had. Does it come all times of day does it come only during your meditation or when you're drifting off to sleep is this stuff there for all of us so there's a few questions in there but but can i access this and and can it happen anytime i need is it on call uh my answer that is yes everyone can access this and yes it is on call and yes you can do it at any time of the day i mean i personally do it during a meditation and then sometimes if i wake up in the middle of the night and i'm kind of feeling anxious i'll just have this little mini meditation slash conversation with my guides like okay can can we please just go back to sleep (laughs) like can you please (laughs) help me with this um you know because above all like we were saying in the beginning it it should be practical it should be able to help you in your regular life right um and i also truly believe that what again whatever you want to call the thing that is bigger than us god source the universe I can't believe that that consciousness would gift some people with the ability to be in connection and not others. And that may look different for everyone. It probably doesn't look the same way. Well, I know it doesn't look the same way for everyone, but everyone has that ability. You know, whether you choose to tune into that or not, that's, I think, up to you, but it's there. It's there for you. And yeah, you can decide. Do I want to do this right before I go to bed? Do I want to, you know, do I want to sort of be open all day long? <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe not, you know. Is this uh, psychic? Can you see the future? Is is it a separate thing? Is it more personal than that, than looking outside yourself? I personally cannot see the future. Um, I think we're all psychic. I think we're all channels. I think we all have this ability. And again, maybe not in the same way. And and just like, you know, some of us are maybe better runners than we are accountants, you know, yes, maybe some of us have more ability, but again, I think everyone has this ability. Um, and yeah, I, I, for me, I can't see the future. I, I, 
I would be very wary of someone who claims that they can, you know, because no matter how the guidance comes in for people, it's, it's fuzzy. It's based on, it's, it's not, you know, facts and numbers driven. It's, it's intuition. It's, um, it's grayer. It, there's more nuance there, you know, mm -hmm. so you can ask questions like, okay, what are the lottery numbers? But, and I have tried that, <laughs> but I don't work. It didn't. It didn't work okay. at all. It should well, not work at all. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, that, that wasn't really helpful. But uh, <laughs> they do say things like, hey, you need more laughter in your life or, hey, reach out to this person or, hey, have you thought of this? You know, there is there is guidance there. It's just, I think, not in the way our human ego would want it to show up. <laughs> Well, we want absolutes, right? Yeah. My ego wants to know for sure. Yes. And my next question centers around that. How do you know this is a spirit guide? How do you know this is not just your imagination? I mean, you yeah. come from an office, you come from a workplace. Yeah. At what point did you sit down and say, whoa, I think this is bigger than all that. How do I know? Yeah, so one of the things I really encourage people is that this can just be your imagination, you know? We don't have to have this strict dividing line between is this my imagination or is this real because i think that trips a lot of us up especially which is probably everyone who's listening those of us that were raised in the west and raised with this very sort of logical rational mindset right and instead of saying i mean isn't it all source energy anyway like whether it comes from your imagination or if it actually is a spirit guide um but also i think just like everything with more practice you start to know like okay this message is is not just coming from my conscious mind superimposing something um but i again i always come back to does it work you know is it helpful is the guidance that you're receiving even if you imagined jesus talking to you or a gray fox talking to you right even if you imagine that is this guidance helping you is does it feel supportive does it feel good does it feel like yeah maybe i don't love this message but it's exactly what i needed to hear that that to me is always the answer versus is this real did i imagine it are there any cautions or barriers if if my gray fox is saying go out and spend your house payment on this red Porsche. I need to take some responsibility on in my human form, right? Ooh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And you always have free will. You always have free will, even with your guides, you know? I mean, I think that's such an interesting topic and area of, you know, where do we, where do we draw that line between what our guidance is saying and, and who are we as a human? I would say, in, in, at least in my experience with my guides, they've never asked me to do something that's so outside of, of where I currently am that it rocks the boat that much, you know? Um, it's usually things that I'm already on the path of that they're just giving me a lot more guidance around or reminding me of right like we were talking previously about a fiction book you know that's one of the things they keep telling me is like finish the damn book right <laughs> but they didn't say you know sell your house and go to bali to do it right they're just like okay you can do this <laughs> like what are you waiting for yeah so 
Yeah. I'd like that idea of what you touched on earlier, this idea of co-creation, right? Mm-hmm. You're not asking people to drop their ego and their whole sense of this human being at the door and ignore it for the spirit. You're asking people to work in cooperation with yeah. all this energy. Yeah. That's an interesting idea. Yeah, and I also think that it's too hard for us as humans to do these full 180s. You know, like like when you do ask somebody, okay, sell your house and go, I don't know, live on a houseboat and try to find enlightenment. They're going to they're going to have a lot of resistance to that, you know, and that's going to come out in a bunch of different weird ways. I mean, I think I always think and I, you probably agree with this probably based on your the way you do your work is those small steps are what adds up, not these, you know, huge 180. Oh my God, I'm gonna change my whole life tomorrow. Like, it's almost like that rubber band concept, right? Like if you, if you stretch it too hard in one direction, it's just gonna snap back into, yeah, pain. Yeah, yeah I absolutely agree. I, I say all the time on the show that it's the tiny little things, the small steps we take that make this great big life, right? Yeah. And all I have to do is focus on this step and then the next step and- yep. And I like this notion, it, it, it's always a relief to me to recognize that I don't have to know everything to be successful on this planet, right? I, I love the notion that there's this other energy that can support me and guide me because there's so much I don't know. There's so many times I feel overwhelmed and, and the idea that we can still be cared for in those moments is really empowering to me. Yeah, and I, I think it's one of the keys of happiness too, you know? I want to take a quick break on Polly Campbell Simply Said. When we come back with Aaron Newman, the author of The Answer Within, How to Access Your Spirit Guides for Alignment and Abundance. Aaron, I want to talk about something you write about in the book called The Soul Path. And mm-hmm. your take on this is very different and very interesting. And I want to get into it when we come back right here on the Best Business Network of Electrocast. You're listening to Polly Campbell Simply Said. Welcome back. I'm Polly. You're listening to Polly Campbell Simply Said. This is the podcast where we talk about how to live well, do good, and be happy. And today we are with mindset coach and author of The Answer Within, How to Access Your Spirit Guides for Alignment and Abundance, Aaron Newman. And we're talking about spirit guides. We're talking about universal wisdom, energy, all of that stuff. Bear with me. This stuff can be very practical too. Don't turn me off yet, listeners. You know if you're tuning in how I think. But I like this idea that we can co-create with the energy that's already out there. I mean, we are energy too. We bring it. And the way you walk in the room changes everything just by Mm -hmm. you showing up. So it's totally plausible and possible that we are interacting with the energy of the universe. And that's what we're talking about today. I think it's interesting. I think it's useful for business and relationships and all sorts of things that we do. Creating, I'm a writer. I think this is what it means to be in flow sometimes. Mm -hmm. So Aaron, before we went to break, I talked to you about soul path. You mentioned in your book, this idea of soul path, but you ask us to think about it differently. You said, can we consider if we could let go of the idea that there was one specific soul purpose? And I find that really interesting because many of the people I meet want to know their purpose, only their purpose so that they can get on track. And what you say in the book is it's bigger than that. There's a lot of ways 
of accessing and living purpose. Is that right? hundred percent. And, and I just found it really freeing for myself to think of this thing that we're doing, whatever that is right for you and I, it's, you know, we're, we're authors, we're out there speaking our message, right? It's for me, it's more freeing to think of it as a path versus here's this one purpose, right? Because if, if for me, if the word coach goes away tomorrow, the word author goes away tomorrow, I'll still know I'm on the path. Right. And I think so many people equate that whole I got to find my soul purpose thing with thinking that there's this one perfect thing. It's almost like the soulmate conversation. Right. You know, we all know those people that are like, I got to find my soulmate instead of just finding somebody you're really happy with. You know, like, what if you never find the soulmate? What if you never find the soul purpose? What if you spend your whole life searching for the soul purpose instead of just living a really awesome life? You know, like we're on this path and like you said it's just that one little incremental step then the next little incremental step then the next little incremental step and and neither you nor i knows where that path leads right we've i'm sure both had so many surprises come up along that path you know weird obstacles giant rainbows whatever whatever's on that path but as soon as i let go of the idea that there's this one sole purpose that i have to wrap my life around and wrap my head around and you know tie it up with a little bow it's much more freeing. And, and then you discover like, oh, I've done all these cool things anyway, you know, and, and what if, what if our sole purpose is really just to learn and grow and experience anyway? And so, yeah, like I said, I think it's a lot more freeing, you know, if you still want to go out and make sure you have your sole purpose tied up with a little bow, go for it. But if it's taking you longer than one year to do that, (laughs) you know, (laughs) Maybe, maybe explore something else. Just decide that you're already on the path and, and see what shows up. So many of the things we do actually are barriers to this kind of growth though, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I worry, I'm a big stressor. I'm raising a teenage daughter that will keep me awake for the rest of my life. <laughs> I am sure, you know, and, and you say in the book that that can be an imp- impediment to this kind of self-awareness and this energy and accessing these messages. How can we balance those two, the stresses of being human with opening to the messages of the universe? I mean, that is the question of the ages, I think. I mean, I think we've been asking ourselves that, you know, probably not since the dawn of mankind, but at least since the dawn of sort of civilization as we know it, right? How do you how do you be a spiritual person while you're having these human experiences? And I don't think there's one answer. I mean, you are probably doing most of the things I'd already recommend, Polly. You know, you, you're probably doing, you, you meditate, you wrote a book on it. I mean, those are, the tools are there for a reason, right? The tools are there to allow us to drop some of that worry to allow us to be more in connection with the universe and again you can call that whatever you want if you want to you know you want to call it flow you want to call it um peace equanimity you know you can call that feeling whatever you want but um i think the tools are different for everyone and i think they they're different for everyone on different days right some days you might need a walk some days you might need dance or whatever make love with your partner i don't know but 
or by yourself. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <It> never works. <laughs> you have a lot of journeys and tips in the book. Aside from the walking and the dancing, what are some ways we can get into this? You touched on meditation and you're right. I've written about it and I, I talk about it on the show. For somebody who's picking up and introducing themselves to this material for the first time, what are some ways they can start to breathe into it and start practicing some of these ideas to allow this wisdom in? Yeah. I mean, I think the very first is just to get really quiet and ask for that connection, ask for a guide around something that's going on in your life. In the, in the book, I introduce you first to your higher self, which is a practice that's, I think, pretty common in a lot of meditation um, fields. But if that's not where you want to start, if you want to ask for a guide for your health or around abundance, you know, so I, I work mostly with business owners and we'll do journeys with your abundance guide. We'll do journeys with a guide for your business and just getting really quiet. I mean, you don't have to do it with a drum, though that is definitely what I recommend. But it, even if you just have some meditation music that you really love, put that music on, get really quiet, ask to meet with a guide and just allow whatever shows up to be what shows up, you know, and, it, and in whatever way, right? Again, that might be, it might be more visual, but it might also be auditory. You know, you might hear the voice of your guide. You might get a sense of your guide. All of those are just as valid, even though, of course, in the West, we're more visual. But <laughs> is, is that really the way it starts? Is it as simple as sitting down quietly and asking for assistance from a guide? 100%. Yeah, 100%. Just like you'd probably tell somebody to meditate, right? Like, it just starts with sitting. you got to start. And will, will I know when that being shows up, does it feel differently in my body? Yes, you should know when the being shows up. Yeah, you should have an indication of some kind that, that this energy is present. And again, the very first question you're going to be asking yourself is, am I imagining this? You know, that. I mean, I, I have yet to meet anybody who's, that's not their very first question, right? I totally have done this. And yes, that was the thing that showed up for me, for sure. After reading your book, I did these exercises and I'm like, I'm totally making that up. Yeah. And that's okay. That's, I mean, first of all, I don't think that you are, but even if you are, like, hopefully you got something out of that, right? Hopefully you got a message of, of a signal like, yeah, here, this way, Polly. I'll tell you something that did happen with me uh, when doing that exercise that I found really interesting is it, even though I was judging my experience, like every good woman does, right? Judge, analyze, overthink, that was me. But the sense that I had from that experience was more resonant. Like it, it, feels, um, it feels like just beyond some idea I was having. You know, mm. like I'm still thinking about it later and I don't know what it was, but it certainly was interesting and useful and relaxing and um, curious. But so often I have ideas come in and out of my head, what I'm going to write, what I'm going to cook for dinner, what's going on with my daughter, whatever. And this was not that. So um, 
and I don't know, you know, I, I really think awareness and the pause to take in the information is so valuable. I believe we get information from all kinds of realms that way. So why not this, right? Do we have different guides for different things? You talk about alignment, you talk uh, spiritual alignment, you talk about abundance. Is that a different guide than our health guide or our parenting guide or whatever it is we call on? For me, it is. Um, I think in the beginning, it's probably one. Um, but then they, I mean, again, I'm, I'm basing this on ex my experience, my experience of doing this work with others. They start to sort of show up when you're asking for that work, right? So if you took a question around your daughter into the work, a different guy might show up tomorrow, you know, that's like, yep, here to do this with you. You know, here's how we work on this. Um, and they all have different ways of, of speaking and, and allowing you to experience different things. You know, they have different ways of healing, um, usually in my experience. But yeah, in the, in the beginning, it's probably one, you know. And then, like I said, the more you do this work, the more it sort of opens up for you. Mm -hmm. When you work with your business clients, are these tangible problems that we're working on? How to build the bottom line, how to grow my business by 5%? Are they more ambiguous, like how to be happier at work? Is this all inclusive? Can we, can we pose any of those questions? Yeah, I would say when I work with my business clients, they're, it's pretty much around the money. <laughs> that's what yeah. I think. That's what, um, yeah, that's usually the doorway. And it's, it's something I'm always playing with for myself too. Like, why does this have to be the doorway? But <laughs> it, it's often the doorway for my business clients. So yeah, we, we, I will say I, most of my business clients are not in the, like, it needs to be 5%. It's slightly more like I need a few more clients. Um, mm -hmm. and yeah, hundred percent. It's something we look at because as you know, the, the causes of the symptoms are not necessarily always, um, how should I put this? They often have subconscious and spiritual underpinnings to them. You know, if we're looking at something that's happening in our business and it's a pattern that keeps repeating, right? Like, well, I keep getting to this point in my business and then it all falls apart or, um, you know, I keep having three new clients show up and then they all disappear again, you, whatever, whatever the patterns are, or even it's, even if it's a pattern that they just can't even see, there's so much under the, the tip of that iceberg. And it can be really helpful to work from that spiritual level, that soul level to look at, okay, here's all these ancestral patterns that are showing up or even past life patterns that are showing up, you know, and and I will tell you that I'm a skeptic. I'm very skeptical of like, oh, here's this person over here talking about past lives and blah, 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 right? 100%. I'm still that way. And so what I've come to understand for myself is it doesn't actually matter if I believe in them or if the client believes in them or not. It doesn't matter if it's helpful. Again, <laughs> I'm coming back to that. If it's helpful to think of it this way, that this energy is here because of a past life in which you know uh for women right we this is this is very often the case where in a past life they were a healer or they were 
you know, in some sort of spiritual profession and they weren't allowed to earn money for their gifts. And again, regardless if that actually happened in a past life or not, the fact that that energetically feels true for the client themselves, um, and usually I like it when they are they are doing this journeying work in conjunction with me versus me just telling them something. Um, when we release that, who cares if we're actually releasing it from a past life or we're releasing it from some aspect of their psyche, right? If it if it feels better afterwards, if it feels like I can now go out and talk about my services more, great. Like we'll take it. Yeah. So, yeah. That was a long answer. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, if I'm if I'm needing information to push my business along or to discover the next next aspect that I want to write or or deal with, I don't care where that information comes from, right? If it's enlightening and empowering and exciting or or creative, I'm going to use that and and work on it. But I I want to pull back before we wind things up here that then that action is up to me is what you're saying, right? Yeah. Get the insight, tune into the awareness, co-create with the universe, and then take the step based on the information you're receiving or feeling or whatever it is. Is that correct? A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, again, you're still a human. You still have to do the human stuff. Um, I heard somebody say today, walk while you're praying. And I thought that was a really interesting mm. way of thinking about it you know like you're still taking the steps yeah it's still you but but i feel like all of this work should should operate in a way that makes it easier to go do that you know like if if you do have these things hanging out and then they get released or healed or however you want to see that yeah then then it should be easier to go out there and talk about your services or go out there and promote your book or you know whatever it is that 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 person is trying to do so well i think listeners you should all pick up the answer within how to access your spirit guides for alignment and abundance by aaron newman because this really outlines some of the stuff we're talking about and it it's actually so much more practical than than what you would think i'm using this stuff right I, and i think it's it's just a fun read i think anytime we can tap into our own awareness the energy of the universe which we are a part of we are not separate from this stuff then why not? Like Aaron says, if we can find support and aid and, and, and help in this, why not? I'm open to it all. Aaron, fantastic. Thanks for being here. How can we work with you? Find out more of your work, find your other books, get in touch. Yeah. Uh, best place is my website. It's AaronNewman.com. There is a free abundance meditation there. If you go there as well as yeah, all the stuff, how you can work with me, go further, other books, all that fun stuff. Fantastic. And I'll put Aaron's links in the Simply Said newsletter. You can find that at polycampbell.substack.com. Join the Simply Said community where we talk about these ideas and how to develop awareness and create these moments, these great little moments that lead to a great big life. When we do that, we will all live well, do good, and be happy. Ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Rafelson. We're the founders of Electricast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join Electricast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to Electricast.com and join our community today. Electricast. Transform your influence.
I host the Rock Podcast, Back to the Arena, The Interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock fan like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, The Interviews. Electric Acid. Trick ass.